What's up, beautiful people? This is Fearfully Fit Podcast, and my goal for you is to develop a healthy mind, body, and spirit. I'm going to be sharing with you an in-depth look into how I lost over 100 pounds and had a total life transformation. I want you to be fit in all aspects of your life because you are fearfully and wonderfully made. What's up, beautiful people? Welcome to another episode of Fearfully Fit Podcast. As always, thank you so much for tuning in. The topic that I want to talk about is my first protest. And while the feelings are fresh, you know, I just really wanted to just jump on here and and record it right away. You know, I just really wanted to express my feelings towards my experience today and just everything that went on. You guys, it was so incredibly powerful. It was so powerful. If you don't know, I live in New York and the protest was ran by a Seventh-day Adventist church. We met up in the park and they, first of all, it was super educational and they talked about the steps um, that we should be doing to incite change. Um, you know, because while yes, we have emotions and we have anger and all this excitement going on right now, you know, we need action steps. What should we be doing? You know, marching and chanting is, is needed. It's amazing. It's powerful, but that's not all. We, we have to take these action steps and voting is one of them. And they broke down the different things to be voting for and why we need to vote for it and what those positions do, do for our community. And I thought that was super amazing. Um, sorry for my voice if it sounds a little raspy. I was chant. I was literally screaming my head off. I was just getting so excited. The energy of the crowd was just, and the love that was there was just super amazing. And um, you know, after they gave us the education about why we should be voting and what those positions do for us, they then allowed you know a few people in the crowd to speak. And there was this one man who talked about how in 1958, his father was killed in police custody. And he was seven years old when it happened. And he says 60 years later, he's still dealing with the traumatic effects of that moment. And he said, no one looked into it. He said he was just a blip in the newspaper. No one cared. No one followed up. And he said, you know, he ended up getting into drugs and, you know, just getting into a lot of stuff because of the traumatic effects of that event of what happened to his father. And my heart just broke. (laughs) I said, you know, six years later and here you are, you know, old. And he had these, uh, these sticks to walk, these metal sticks to walk. And I'm like, you know, six years later, you're, you're here marching for that same thing. And um, it broke my heart. But what was even more powerful is that the entire crowd, and it was a very sizable crowd, the entire crowd stretched out their hands and they prayed for him. It was so powerful, so powerful. And um, then we walked, I don't know how many blocks that we walked, but we walked and did a loop and we were just chanting, um, you know, no justice, no peace. There was one chant was really powerful. It said... Get off our neck. We can't breathe. Don't shoot on our property. Don't shoot us on our property. And I was just like, oh my God, Jesus. Like the fact that we have to even chant that. And I was talking to my friend Janessa, who 
who was in the protest with me, who was marching in the protest. And I said, can isn't it insane that, you know, we're going to tell our kids that we ha- that we had to march for equality. <laughs> we had to march for justice, you know, in the year 2020. I, like I said in the previous podcast, when I think about marching, I'm just like, you know, that's I think about that's my grandparents time. Like we're over that. We're better than that, you know, better than that circumstance, those circumstances, you know, we've learned from that. But look at us. <laughs> we're right back here marching. And um, it was those two conflicting emotions and they were so strong. One hand, my heart is my heart is broken that we have to march for this. And then on the other hand, it was so incredibly powerful. In the midst of COVID, there has been a lot of death. There has been a lot of financial struggle. You know, but I, I honestly believe in, in, you know, my bishop said this, had preached on this today, that this was for a reset, that we needed, the world needed this reset. And I honestly, I could not agree more, even in the midst of the death and the financial struggles that people have faced, the world needed this reset. I think that, you know, during COVID, there are no distractions. You know, we can't go out like we used to. We can't hang out like we used to. Um, We don't even, we're not working at the same, you know, well, outside of our essential workers, of course, but us as a whole, we're not working to the same extent as we used to. And so all of those distractions are taken away. And so all of this all of that extra time and energy we're putting into these movements and it's been beautiful. It's been amazing. It's been empowering. It's been um, informative. It's been uplifting. It's been what we needed because, you know, my I can't remember if I talked about this in the last podcast, in the last episode, but my friend was saying how he was like, you know, what what was the thing with George Floyd that made this the time for us to really like put our foot on the gas. And I said, you know, there's no distractions. All of our, our energy is is put into this. And, and this is what we needed. We needed this to come together. We needed this to be more informed. We, you know, we needed this reset. And that's how I'm looking at this experience. This is how I'm looking at 2020. There's so many memes going around that 2020 is canceled. But this is probably going to be my most memorable year. God is just doing so many things in me. And it's because I'm allowing him to. It's not, you know, that I'm being resistant and, you know, I'm just getting this change anyway. But it's because I'm being receptive. I'm like, God, you know, I'm not going to look at this as the year that was stolen from me or, you know, as the year that you know, I had to stay in the house, but what is it that you want to do with me in this time? I'm open. You know, I'm not just going to be looking at Netflix 24 seven. I'm like, I'll shut down a certain period in my day for you to talk to me. I'm open. What is it that you, that you want to say with me? I've been on the prayer line every single day, trying to get a word from God. I'm continuing to, you know, tune into church every single Sunday, making sure that I'm staying connected. You know, I am continuing to, you know, just move in the way that God wants me to move, whatever that may be. Sometimes it's literally as simple as, you know, my whole, the Holy Spirit saying, you know, hit up so-and-so and see how they're doing. You know, just me being obedient to that. I'm, I'm in a space and I'm like, God, you had to shut down the entire world to do a move. And I'm like, you are not going to make this move without me. 
don't do it without me, whatever you're doing. And and so I urge you to not look at this as a wasted year. I know that we'll say it in jest sometimes, but just think about how the world has been shut down. God is doing something. God is doing something. Do not like this year is going to go down in history. This will be in our history books. Don't allow this historical moment to pass you by. And you didn't take the the time to do a heart check, to do a spiritual check, to do a mental check. What is it, God, that you need to do in me for me to be a better person? Look inside. And, you know, and even to the people who don't believe in God, even to the people who don't believe in that, you still have to, you, there's no way that you can think that these events are happening right now and it's not for a purpose. You know, it's time to do, you know, a self-evaluation. This is the perfect time. I'm not saying that you need to come out of this with a business. I'm not saying this, that you need to come out of this, you know, with something tangible as far as material things, but it should be, okay, I'm coming out of this better than, than when I came in here. I have, you, we have so much more time to reflect. We have so much more time to strategize. We can put plans in places. We can put our plan in place. Okay. You know, you don't have to be an entrepreneur, but say there's a certain place that you want to be in your career. We have so much time now to really sit down to be like A, B, C, D, E, F, G. These are the things that I need to do. You have all the time in the world now to really research it. Like, okay, this is what I need to do to get to step B, C, D. These are the people that I need to contact. You know, this is the time to work on our skills and our talents and really develop those. Take master classes. You know, Instagram is just a it's just a, a an amazing tool for connection. Right. Social media, period. I'm just using Instagram because that's the tool that I have. I find myself using the most often. And so, you know, go to Instagram and look up master classes and, and, and look up people that are doing the things that you want to do. Observe, you know, see what they're doing and how they're doing it. If they're offering mentorships, you know, this is this is the perfect time to take advantage, you guys. I don't believe that anything is going to happen to us. I don't believe anything like this is going to happen again. And I don't believe it's going to happen in this way. You know what I mean? Where the world is just going to be shut down. I believe that moving forward, that there will be things in place. You know, if this ever did happen again and say it was just some crazy outbreak of of sickness, we will be better prepared for it. So things are not going to be so shut down. You know, it won't. This completely took us off guard. You know, it took the it took us by surprise. And so I think that moving forward, will never be as affected as we were this time around. And so we just have to take full advantage. I'm like, God, whatever it is, I'm open. I'm listening. I'm not, you know, feeling, you know, filling the time with just meaningless things that are not feeding my spirit or my mind or my heart. But I'm really seeking material out that will feed me and help me grow. Because I know I'm never going to get this time again, whether that's through books, like I said, through mentorships, through, um, you know, certain master classes, through different 
uh, teachings on TV through different sermons, you know, Lord, what is it that you're trying to say? This is, you know, the perfect time for us to practice meditation and prayer and really just zone in on being able to be alone with ourselves. You know, I think that this that this has been amazing for for people who just always need to be in the mix and you can't you don't you can't ever seem to find happiness with just you by yourself. This is a perfect time to grow that relationship with yourself, to see the things that you like about yourself, to write it down. I had a post, it was of me of my boyfriend and I on my Instagram and just in summary I was I was saying that we are so amazing. And because, and I was specifically speaking to the black community. And I said that right now, the world has so much to say about us. So much to say. You need to make sure that your truth is louder than their opinion. So this is the perfect opportunity during this quarantine while things are still shut down. And, you know, while things are still quiet as far as the, you know, the productivity of, of our nation right now to write down the things that, you like about yourself write down your strengths and really focus in on those things because we are our you know we're our hardest critic you know kev on stage he's uh one of my favorite comedians and he said that when he's doing a comedy show the whole crowd will be laughing and it'll be that one person, that one man in the far right corner with a blue hoodie. And he'll be the only one not laughing. And so the whole show, he's like, yo, I got to make him laugh. Why didn't he laugh? Oh, I must not be funny. Oh, I'm ruined. I'll never be good again. <laughs> no one's ever going to laugh at my jokes. Because that one person, that one person, we focus on the negative all the time. It's like our flesh our flesh points our attention to the negative faster than it does any positive. And so this is the perfect time to really transition our focus, shift it. Yes, all day long, we could talk about what we don't like about ourselves, what we need to fix. But then also, what is it that is good about me? What has God put in you that is like, okay, that's amazing. What are, what are your talents? Can you write? You know, are you are you good with comprehending? Are you good with teaching? Are you good with art? Are you good with music? Are you good with creating? Are you good with photography? You know what I mean? Are are you someone who you notice that you are um, your intercessor? Maybe you're someone who it's easy for you to acknowledge when you know something's wrong with your friend. Anything that you're able to really just focus in on and be like, okay, that's a positive about myself. That's amazing. And really see how you can grow that thing. You never know your calling, your purpose, your career might be in that thing that's good about yourself that you don't ever take the time to focus on. Call it out. Write it down. Marinate on it. You know, this is the time, you guys. I really, um, man, during the protests, one of the leaders was saying that, you know, now is the time to apply pressure don't stop. Don't stop. Apply pressure. Keep that same energy. We have to. We have to, not just with the protest, but with bringing out the good in who we are, you know, with bringing out our talents. Some of us are amazing public speakers and we just haven't really tapped into that. We haven't bothered to really feed that 
and develop that part of us. The world needs it now. We have to keep that same energy, you guys, in all aspects of our lives. And that's going to be the thing that incites change. That's going to be the thing. Us really growing into the people that God has called us to be and us nourishing our gifts and our talents. That is going to be the thing that incites change. You know, our public speakers, our leaders, our motivators, you know, our teachers. We really got to develop, begin to develop those good things in you because we need them during this time. We need it. We need it. We need it. Don't you ever think that you are not worth it. Don't you ever think that you are not needed, that you are not essential. What God has put in you is essential. You were created for a purpose and this world needs you. I don't care. Your purpose is not going to look like somebody else's, but that does not counteract the need for you. Okay? That does not diminish what God has put in you just because it may not look like somebody else's. We all can't be doing the same thing. I think a lot of times we get discouraged because maybe our quality doesn't look like somebody else's or it's not manifesting its way in it's not manifesting itself like it is in somebody else and so we immediately disqualify it and say okay it's not it's not good enough i'm not good enough no one cares what it is that i have in me no we are a body we are a body working together and we're going to have different functions and it's needed. It's okay. Somebody has to be the hand. Somebody has to be the arm and the elbow and the leg, the foot, the wrist. Come on, you guys. We're a body and we need it. The body has been breaking down because everybody is not using what it is that God has given them. Everybody is not doing their part. We're allowing other people to pick up the slack, but it's time for us to turn it up. I'm, I'm just so... Being a part of that protest was just the best thing that I could have ever did. You know, it was so powerful. It was so it was just a reminder that, you know, my voice is needed, that it's really it's time to apply the pressure. Apply that pressure. We need you. We are now at the end of another episode of Fearfully Fit Podcast. I don't know how long I'm going to carry on this season. I think this is like episode 14, I think. So I think I may go to 20 episodes and then have that be the end of season one. But nevertheless, you guys, please stay in contact with me. You can stay in contact with me, DM me, email me. All of my information is on social media. You can reach me at Summer Body Fitness, S-O-M-E-R. Body Fitness. I am on Facebook as Summer Walker. You could also email me at summerbodyfitness at gmail.com. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. I love you guys. Be blessed.